This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast, and this is episode number 142, and with me, as always, are my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Pretty good. All right, that's all right. Yeah. Good. Welcome to night three, or week three, of our Kaiju Countdown. Yeah. I'm excited, though, forward. I'm... I'm I haven't been this excited about a movie in a while, and I, I mean, is this not like uh, super? You're talking about the Godzilla versus Kong movie, yes. not necessarily the one that we watched. <laughs> oh God, no! I'm not excited for the movie I already saw. But I'm just I'm, checking, just checking. It, yeah, this movie lowered your expectations, which made you even more excited for what's to come. Well, like, no, oh, I, thank God. I, I, I should say my expectations aren't great anyway because. That's the best You're way to older. see a movie is without yeah. a lot of expectations. But I'm excited because yeah. I know I'm gonna see Kong fight Godzilla, and that'll be cool. In a modern take, yeah. right? Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, I got it. I would be lying, even though I've you know I have been a vocal critic of the legendary Godzilla films, although I did enjoy the Kong movie, the Skull Island movie, uh, quite a bit. I think that's kind of consensus among the people here on the podcast but yeah kong is um, gonna save the franchise yeah or, or he's and, gonna be brought down with it but i don't know i'm a big enough fan that even though i haven't been the biggest fan of those two films i'm still pretty excited to watch it so yeah it's, at the very least it'll be it'll be a fun distraction i think at least uh, godzilla king of the monsters got to that point for me it, it wasn't like it wasn't hard to watch in any way. It was still a fun enough distraction. It just yeah, and really, I haven't felt the need to go back and watch it a bunch more times. But I've I've gone back and watched it a few times just for the visuals because there's some really cool big CGI fight mm-hmm. scenes that. Plus, I've got a you know six year old in the house who loves that kind of shit. So I'm like, all right, oh, yeah, yeah. I can put that on. Um, yeah, I would totally be all over that if. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, when we excuse. were doing the Biolante show. Um, Two weeks ago, when I was preparing for that, watching um, Godzilla vs. Biollante, my kids actually came down while I was watching it and sat down next to me. And usually I'll be like, oh, no, this is you know grown-up movie. I'm going to turn it off. And this one, I was like, they could probably watch this. I'm going to let it roll and see what happens. And they thought it was kind of cool. They kept their interest for a minute or two, and then eventually I did end up turning it off. But... Um, <laughs> At yeah. least they now are familiar. Like they know they're like, "Oh, Godzilla. Okay, we know what that is." So yeah, yeah, and I think that's helped. But I feel like the the legendary pictures have improved, right? Like the first Godzilla was probably the weakest. Dark. Yeah, it's hard to see anything in that movie. <laughs> Kong was really really good, and King of the Monsters was better than the first one. Maybe not as good as Kong. But they're yeah. they're like you said they're not like offensive to watch. 
<laughs> no. Right. Kong was really, really fun. It was still pretty stupid and like, but actually like in a good way. Like it was, it was that kind of fun adventure film that all of them kind of should have been. I don't know what the first Godzilla movie. They're trying to do reboot. They're doing a Godzilla, um, you know, smashes the smashes the world kind of movie. But you know, it just uh, they gave him the the bad creatures that weren't all that wonderful i didn't think and it kind of focused on them more than it did godzilla and i don't know way it felt like they just tried to pack too much in um you know they they could have just done a godzilla smashes the city what's that they needed a a a space kaiju who first shows up as a glowing ravioli and then then turns into a beautiful disgusting kfc nightmare Yes, they did. I agree with that. So, I wonder what movie that would be. Uh, I would like to see that movie. Oh, wait. We just we did, did see that movie. And it's called The X from Outer Space. And it was made in 1967. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, such that's a progressive what we're going to be talking about. ガンマン号の佐野機長たちはこの大怪獣の秘密を探るべく火星探検の旅に出発した。エヴェフシ、じゃあエビガンマン。エヴェフシ、じゃあエビガンマン。宮本さん、まだ連絡つかないの？ダ
after one of the spores is analyzed in a lab, it escapes, eventually growing into an enormous, rampaging, beaked beast. An intergalactic monster movie from longtime Shichiku stable director Kazooie Nihumatsu, the X from Outer Space, was the first of the studio's short but memorable cycle of horror pictures. So, anyway. Um, well done. You yeah, got so through those words much better than I would. I'll admit it. I'll admit you know, it. Yeah, let's yeah. let's be honest. Like this whole kaiju month, though the movies are fun, the 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 the, the foreign languages I... that we struggle with and not used to in a daily language is the true fucking challenge. Like, <laughs> and the worst thing is, like, I I was reading about this today, and like in my brain, I can say shishiku just fine or shishiku, however you say it. But when it tries to come out of the mouth, it just doesn't just doesn't happen. But anyway, I know Shin Godzilla. Uh, All of Shin Godzilla is just me yeah. fucking up that name. <laughs> so is this one? And I, I think I already know the answer, but for the benefit of the show, is this one that you guys had ever seen before or even heard of for that matter? Uh, oh, instant classic. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. I hadn't seen it, but and I. I think I've seen the the creature design for X before, though he does look a lot like Gigan. He does, yeah. So maybe I occasionally get those mixed up, but I mean, which would be easy to do at first quick glance. Um, White Americans, right? Yeah, <laughs> thinking all kinds of look the same. Oh <laughs> no, the it, yeah, I I hadn't seen this one before but i was surprised to see that it actually has like a, a criterion collection release i that yeah, that actually absolutely. got my attention when it started to play i'm like oh that's a bold move okay <laughs> yeah and that that's actually uh, how i became aware of this it was one of those um pickups from a oh i don't know if it was famous monsters or fangoria or room ward possibly or one of the magazine movie monster magazines that i read it was like their DVD of the month, and, and a lot of times I'd, you know, kind of randomly pick those up, just like, oh, they selected that as their DVD of the month, I'm going to check it out. And this one is one I ended up buying, but it's a box set of four films um, called When Horror Came to Shichuku, and that is um, basically when a, this studio, uh, a competing film studio with Toho in, in um, Japan at the in the 50s and 60s, but more known for their melodrama and romance films uh decided to take the big leap into making monster and horror films to kind of keep up with what toho was up to because obviously toho had the incredibly successful godzilla films but they also had a whole bunch of um what they called j-horror movies and I, I know we know that term from like later on with stuff like the ring and um oh gosh what's the um the grudge was another one of those the american remakes of of j-horror movies or japanese horror movies but um there's actually a, a like original school of those from the 50s and 60s of japanese kind kind of like hammer film knockoffs but yeah they did like those vampire and monster movies and stuff so toho was toho was doing that stuff as well so uh the shichuku studios decided they're going to get in on some of that money that they're they're making off of those things and they 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 greenlit four movies and ended up being the only four that they ever made of the genre films. So, Criterion Collection put those those four films together into and remastered them and put them out in a box set on their what they call the Eclipse series. So it's not the the main Criterion Collection. It's kind of lesser known films and uh, oddities. So. 
we got those four movies that are X from Outer Space, uh, Goki, Body Snatcher from Hell, which if you ever have a chance to see that one, that one's crazy too. Um, the Living Skeleton and Genocide, which was another one by the same director. So hmm. it's uh, interesting. I would yeah, not have so, picked this anyway. one as a horror film, but I mean, no, this was certainly their their attempt at a kaiju movie because they were you know certainly right. looking at the money by 67 that you know a decade of movies decade plus of godzilla films at this point that were raking in the dough but uh, selling internationally having a lot of success for their competitor so they decided uh to get in on that so anyway that's kind of like a quick like snapshot of what this is and so yeah i discovered it through just blindly picking up this box set and watching all four of these movies and this one is certainly uh, there's two of two out of four that are extremely memorable to me, and then um, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about the other one. But X from Outer Space certainly is one of them that stuck in my mind, and that's why I decided <laughs> to pick it for for this. Is because the one um, person who did not choose a Godzilla movie at, during Kaiju Month lead up <laughs> to a Godzilla movie release. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought we'd try something a little bit different, and initially I was sure going to pick one of the like kind of sillier Godzilla movies from the Showa era. And I decided that this kind of had that same tone, but even like more so. Oh yeah. And um, <laughs> so it would uh, just to kind of, I don't know, balance out. Obviously Shin is like deadly serious and only it's a great film, but it's very, it's disturbing and it's, uh, you know, um, has a lot of like big dark concepts and uh, Godzilla versus Biollante is um, kind of similar. I don't know. Yeah, similar in some ways. It's yeah. kind of like a like meets in the middle of those two things. It's certainly a little bit, you know, silly and uh, fun as well. But I, I wouldn't necessarily call Shin fun at any point. Oh, that's not true. I mean, that's not true. I fun, would, fun as in like this is entertaining versus fun like oh look, Godzilla is flying in the air by blasting the ground with his breath and somersaulting yeah some shit. yeah no it's not, it's not <laughs> doing some body slams doing know. some body slams though that does sound pretty fun i'm i'm am now disappointed that we didn't <laughs> fucking do that <laughs> so yeah um so yeah the extra matter space is certainly a different kind of kaiju movie so how <laughs> than do, what we've looked at in the other two episodes um how do we how do we start this i mean did you guys really felt feel like oh. taking notes on this um one? I I I I had intended to and really found it hard to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna start with what do you guys? I mean, let's just like quickly walk through like the plot of this movie because this movie kind of has two distinct halves to it. I feel like, and one one that is more of a like sci-fi or classic sci-fi that looks like something like right off of, you know, '60s sci-fi TV lost in space star trek kind of vibe yeah yeah and then um you know the second half is very much uh we want to make a godzilla film but don't quite have the money to make a godzilla film kaiju movie oh yeah and... i mean it's an hour and a half long and it doesn't get going for an hour <laughs> it... yeah yeah so the first part is certainly more of a space like their whole exploration sci-fi thing yeah, yeah like their whole mission to mars which apparently that they're I don't know if this takes place in the future or just in an ideal society situation, but I'm I'm going to give it points for going wilder for the sixties. Pretty progressive in that, like there's like kind of like a world working together situation. Like you actually have an American mm-hmm. or I don't, don't want to say American, but an English 
cast. I mean, they're dubbed yeah. over in Japanese, but... I think they mention at one point that they are Germans, maybe? I don't remember. Which would be weird if they were Japanese and Germans, kind of, in, you know, the 60s. But, Fair enough. hey, maybe. Like, uh, I know at least I think Dr. Stein sounds German to me, but I don't know. I anyway, mean, that could have just yeah. been something they wrote for the dub script. But who knows how accurate that is well, with a movie may- like maybe. this. And, and, <laughs> maybe it was the go-go music that never fucking hey, Oh, yeah. Hey, I actually really loved that. I don't, I, 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 it was a guilty pleasure, but I'm like, I'm kind of jamming to this go-go music. It is, in this it is one movie. of the charms of this. Every time they jump in that little, like, obviously fake spaceship that they're kind of, like, <laughs> zooming around in, and, yeah, I don't know. Just it's the just, repeated footage. It's, yeah. It's such a time capsule of, like, 60s sci-fi. Holy it's shit. It's just, it yeah, it's, it's really kind of hilarious and, and charming in a lot of ways. And what's funny is I think the miniatures at times pull it off, and then there's other times they just so glaringly don't. Like, they just look like someone's playing toys, you know? Mm-hmm. Like um, like a Looney Tunes so depiction of a rocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, fully just like that that kind of like iris uh, slanted look. Kind of like with the snake eye. The cat eye shape is what I'm referring to. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it felt like like you said like it this it definitely had like that 60s era kind of charm to it like oh every everything on the set is super colorful everyone is smoking even though there's clearly a fucking sign that says <laughs> no smoking permitted yeah. <laughs> and i'm like bold okay yeah. when we go up into space we're gonna smoke in spaceships that's what we're i mean gonna... This movie was a good movie to riff on. Like, my partner and I, when we oh, watched yeah. it, like, that's what we did. Like, when Joe went, like, the first hour was kind of a drag. I'm like, yeah, you cannot watch this movie by yourself. Like, you have to be there with a the person just, like, riffing on it back and forth. And that was pretty much the yeah. entertainment value of this. Maybe I have a good, like, inner inner monologue and can play you you're know, your own best friend riff with myself and <laughs> but yeah i've watched this movie twice by myself and find it found it amusing uh both times i mean it, it's not always like you know it's a good movie amusing it's sometimes very amusing because of the opposite but yeah it's uh yeah but so real quickly let's let's get through because we all know what we want to talk about and that's you know the monster galala and all of the uh you know kind of crazy decisions that they make with that but uh there is a cast of human characters that are not that interesting so let's just talk about them quickly um captain sano who is our hero um quote unquote allegedly uh, yeah they tell you yeah. <laughs> but he's they tell you many times because well all the women fawn over him so he has to be the hero yeah which um, in itself there's a, is there's a... the main fucking plot with the humans is like this weird <laughs> love triangle that is just yeah. passive like no Between... everyone's friendly <laughs> there's yeah. no real conflict lisa the you know white chick astronaut mm. who is part of the crew Dr. so they do lisa. have this like multi yeah. and I, again i feel like this is like playing off of star trek came out the same year i don't know if they were aware of it at the time if it had already gone out but um but they do have like a multinational you mentioned an international kind of cast of characters manning this moon base and the space station and um, but yeah, Lisa is, uh, one of the, I don't know what she said her specialty is. I'm not sure it science. really matters because she doesn't get to do a whole lot much. Yeah. 
Yes, science, of course, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. That's, that's right. all they fucking... That, it's one of those movies or shows <laughs> yeah. where the science... Oh, God, like, yeah. The, like, their science terms is heat, vacuum, and laser is just used throughout. <laughs> There's no, like, hydrotetraconic acid, hydroxides, n- nothing, like... They not, do not mess around with technobabble in this no, at all. They, it's just like... No, yeah. Laser! They have laser. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have the Z or uh, the we, S? <laughs> yes, we, we got also the get a in this group. Kaimura, Kaimura who is uh, the communications officer and the you know resident comedian. I love that guy. Apparently, he just but... <laughs> goes to town and a bunch of sat. He has a whole table to himself in the cafeteria, and he's just eating salad. And it's like, wow, he brought his own <laughs> Olive Garden all you can eat soup and salad special. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Take a yeah. Look. There was uh, the ship doctor was you know made ill during the first ufo attack so uh he's replaced with the moon base doctor dr stein who goes on to be one of the biggest assholes i've ever seen in a movie and um but only for like five minutes just but yeah and also one of the most useless characters because what purpose does he have to play anything like the rest of these characters like including the doctor who got sick and was sidelined in the first half of the film they all go on to have something to do subsequently in this movie, whether it makes sense or not, or whether it's interesting or not. Dr. Stein just kind of disappears. And also, after what a pain in the ass he was during on, on that mission, why the hell did they invite him to the party they had when they got back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know why they did any of the shit that <laughs> character. We don't really know what to do with him, so we'll just put him in every scene until we don't want to. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was just gone during that week of filming. Yeah, I don't so know. I had to ride around it. And then there's um, Michiko, Mi- yeah, Michiko Taki, who is the, um, at one point, I think, the communications officer of some sort for the moon base, but she's also a love interest for Captain Sano and is insane, is, is, is jealous that he's spending so much time with Lisa the scientist. But they're also and, friends, um, her and Lisa. Yeah. But Lee, I, I got the impression, and this cracks me up even more the second time I saw this movie, that Lisa, it's like this relationship where Lisa the scientist thinks they're friends, but Michiko can't stand her and has this, like, yeah. you know, like, because she's always just given her this, like, you know, shitty look and, like, just... But also, um, like, taking care of her and doing things, like, when she gets hurt, yeah. like, helping her and being there for her yeah in fact i was waiting for their relationship to like at the end of the movie like well they already showed two guys bathing together in a tub i know that's just japanese yeah. culture There's, but but i'm like i'm thinking like oh my god like what if they branch off because like you like previous i didn't know there was actually a main dude in this in this whole fucking movie <laughs> right he's actually one of the least interesting of the four main cast members he so. really is <laughs> he doesn't really have much to do except bark orders every once in a while. And so. it be oblivious of the fact <laughs> anyway. that women like him. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I kind of ran down the basics of the cast. You guys have any, any thoughts or, or comments on any of them, or should we just move along? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say real quick, I'm pretty sure they're in the news thing that they've actually referred to Lisa as Dr. Lisa. So her name is just Lisa, like Cher. But <laughs> yeah. with a PhD. Or she's like a radio personality, you know, not like Dr. A MD Lisa. or PhD. Like, yeah. She's yeah. she's a scientist who's probably doing the most science things, but also doing flight attendant shit. 
Like brings everyone meals. Right. Well, of course, because she's female, she has to like yeah. get stuff for people and right. Yeah. You know? Anyways, yeah. Joe. <laughs> it's it's 1967. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Joe? Oh, I was just gonna say like yeah, the the, the cast in this one is just kind of there. This movie really does overall kind of have a feeling like they they didn't know why they wanted to make it because oh, they, they don't really have <laughs> much of a story to tell, especially not with the with the human characters. So. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just kind of there, be, because they I don't know couldn't afford to use the the Gulala suit for the entire film. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can't have a it movie of just apart. that. So, I mean, yeah. what is it like? W- the movie starts with their first plot being like, we need to travel to Mars, but so many of our previous crews keep dying. Um, yeah, they disappear. Like they they say like the, we lost all of our best people, and I'm just sitting there going like, so what does that make all these fucking people cleaning staff, last ditch effort? I mean, <laughs> like it that's explains not good some for their stuff morale. about the characters. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that does. That's why we didn't get a better movie. All the fucking previous people were fucking killed by this UFO that shows up, but really doesn't play any other role other than hey, I impregnated your ship with a kaiju baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we don't know is that the UFO race that, you know, Galala belongs to actually sent their, you know, third string monster as well, as we'll see. <laughs> they were just trying to get rid of him, like... too. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, you mean Terry? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we don't need Terry. We don't. Yeah, we don't have those antenna things on, on our heads. That That's that's purely a cosmetic choice on his part. Yeah. Uh, oh, Earth, why don't you send Chicken Head? Send, Nobody likes Chicken Head. Get send down head. Chicken it's Head. Like, it's almost like Invader Zim. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the oh, tallest yeah. send him there just to kind of get rid of him. <laughs> One clucky motherfucker. Yeah. They also seem to do a weird thing in this movie, which I noticed they, um, and I don't know if this is something that's you know lost in translation because I did watch the dub version of this this time, and I believe I watched the subtitles the first. I don't. It's been so long between that I didn't notice any like glaring differences. Um, but. They seem to, and I think this is just the movie. I don't think it really has to do with the translation necessarily. They seem to jam like an awful lot of like plot in here without ever developing any of it. So none of it actually plays out. It's just like dropped in a line here or there. Like the, and that that's true. Not only of like the scientific aspects of this, uh, but also like the plot points. Like you got all that history that you just talked about, about the Mars missions from like two or three lines of dialogue and that's really how you that's how you get like the love triangle it's not ever really like played out in anything anybody's doing it's just kind of like talked about you know michiko's dirty looks and like, yet they're doing uh... they're hanging out constantly together more than oh, yeah. anyone else yeah i did notice that this crew is not a group of people who will ever say no to a party that's like all they're ever talking about <laughs> it's like hey now that we're back let's go have a party let's go to the you know check out the bar like yeah. so <laughs> was... I, i'm going with the headcan that this is the yeah this is the third string i think i think you're right that's well they point. had a they had an uh they had what was the one um caucasian doctor who looks just like dr um fuck uh quest dr quest he looks exactly like dr quest oh yeah like and he dr has, stein yeah, he, again then yeah he, he has the 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 red goatee and the red crew oh. cut. No, you're right. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I don't remember what that character's name is. Um, no, they show him in the beginning. Anyway, yeah. But he's the one who walks up and just like, oh, uh, let's have a party. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, everyone, throw your keys in it this. It happens at like three different points in this movie. And I'm like, well, this is the 60s. I bet it's just like, everyone, throw your car keys in this fishbowl. And we see who we end up with at the end of the night. <laughs> I feel like it was going to be one of those parties. Yeah. Well. Probably was, anyway. was going to be, but that's when the kaiju attacked. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess let's move on to the you know the main event the creature in this movie which which starts off in spore form the ufo like spits on essentially the um craft the mars craft and little spores attach itself to uh which you know heroic captain sano has to go into a spacewalk and retrieves one of them brings it back to earth (laughs) it grows you know into a gargantuan monster that looks like a fireball spitting lizard chicken. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's Galala. So what are our what are your first impressions of this monster? Like, it, it, give it's, us, we'll give it to Joe first, I think. Yeah. It's very loud. <laughs> and all it, it does fucking does up. is squawk. Like I get it. They <laughs> were like, okay, God. They were like. <laughs> Yeah, I have, but Godzilla okay, was like, Godzilla's yeah. got a very specific roar, it's iconic, we need to create our own. It's like, yeah, but not that sound. It's literally <laughs> like, it. it's cry or roar, or whatever you want to call it, it's screech, is the same sound of the most annoying sound in the world in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> it is similar. Really yeah. Like, I bet we could, we could get those sound bites and... It's like Pepsi <laughs> Challenge, which is Guilala and which one is Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing I noticed about it, and one of my biggest gripes about it, and there there are a few, but it's just kind of like, is this thing ever gonna shut up? And it doesn't. It it, it keeps it up the whole movie, the or whole I mean, time. the whole like you know last half an hour of the movie that it's in. But yeah. it's long I enough. mean, yeah. yeah, it's long enough. It felt longer than it needed to be. I. uh I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about it. Um, funny enough, I I think after watching like two serious kaiju movies, um, and then Eric throwing this curveball in that we know that Eric can do. Oh, we all fucking do it. Let's be honest. But um, but yeah. Eric's on target here. I'm like I'm. I kind of appreciated it. I didn't think I was going to, but it was just like ah oh, God, yes, just a fucking monster you love to hate. <laughs> like there's yeah. everything design wise everything about it is lizard chicken is just all all you can fucking like come up with because it's just dead on like this was this was a creative decision like that someone's just like <laughs> this is a lizard chicken from space and to ensure to <laughs> to ensure everyone knows it's from space we're gonna throw a fucking giant <laughs> wired antenna on top of it that just go every which fucking way like there's no direction to these they're they're too kind of long jiggle around like ping i mean literally they're ping pong balls on springs kind it's of like, like you know, it's like those jiggling around on its head it's like the old school car antennas like so oh my god i just realized that that's a thing that like isn't doesn't really exist for like modern age vehicles is the long fucking car antennas that just oh, yeah. and people used to put their uh, seven six gas station balls on top of there or what like the smiley faces just a weighted ball on the tip of this thing and it just whenever they stop it's just like wang, 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 wang. and like the whole time just watching this monster fire fireballs and just with stock footage repeated and just smacking 
model airplanes out of the fucking air. Like, <laughs> when this fucking creature just showed up and just went full mayhem, I'm like, there... It was just a delight. There was no rhyme. There was no reason. Like, they say that he's collecting energy, but that you're watching it, like, that is legitly a scene where someone's like, okay, we threw you in this monster suit. Just go fucking nuts on these miniatures. And that's exactly what you get. He picks up a fucking, like, oil tanker and just chucks it. And it's just like, <laughs> you know what? This is. I think whoever was playing Galala in this was having a lot of fun with it. This is, this is what's so You'd weird. You'd have to. You have to, but this is what's so weird for kaiju movies that we like the older ones. I'm like, this is a very active kaiju. Like he is actively fucking shit up. Like I, I would say like, with I think it was when they picked when he picked up the oil tanker was when I just I was just floored, and, and with the with the fucking things on top of his head going nuts. I'm like, I hate to admit this, but this is the most fun kaiju action. I, it is the, it has no direction. It has no purpose. There is nothing <laughs> meaningful about this, but it's legitly like someone just dressed up a toddler in a lizard chicken outfit and just yeah. like you act out what you think a monster does. Sure. The fuck he did. And I'm just, I, yeah. I, that's what it reminded me of. is like someone put a hyper little kid in a monster suit and like, go wreck the city. And, <laughs> it's just like, and they're like, yeah. okay, we're just throw a story on this later. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, the story is, you know, they're in, in side comments only. So it's uh whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's yeah. me. I actually really fucking loved it. I loved it so much. What oh, it's think, entertaining, yeah. but yeah. it's like '60s Batman. It it is. It's entertaining <laughs> and like '60s Batman. The the big attack scenes, it yeah, it really does look like when my son's playing with playing Godzilla. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Or when I used was a kid and I would like play giant monster like in the bathtub, like I'm gonna smash the boats, you know, or whatever. It's the same mm-hmm. kind of. It's kind exciting. of thing. And I think, honestly, you know, the whole idea of Godzilla being something corny really was due to the, the later films. Because as we've yeah. talked about on here before, the first Godzilla film was, was very serious. At least Gojira yeah. was very serious. Even the American Godzilla King of the Monsters was meant to be a serious movie. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. This really seems to be like a... Eh, who gives a shit? It's just for fun, <laughs> right. and especially then. Well, with I think the this sequel, fits kind of like know. in with those like later Showa films, like Son of Godzilla and um, Godzilla versus Hedorah. Is that the other one? That's I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen them. I haven't seen them all, and I haven't seen them. The ones I have, I haven't seen in so long. I get them confused, but yeah. But yeah, that's just I. It, it was it just goofy. So like that was fun to that was fun to watch. But, yeah, and that's honestly that's the stuff that like made this memorable for me. Like the whole first part of the movie, although it's certainly great riff tracks material, um, but the whole first half of the movie is is generally just you know throwaway compared to like you know the parts with the monster. The monster stuff is hilariously fun. Like it's just mostly because it's not you know it's not done that well. The design's weird leaves you with a bunch of question marks and uh <laughs> the miniatures are questionable it kind of looks like you know honestly what i was thinking the whole time i'm watching this is is joe like you and i as kids yep. making little you know movies out of stuff with our with 
toys, you know, our toys that we would get all our collective, like, Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, you know, all of our buildings and this and that together. And I think we made, you know, some monster kind of stuff. Yeah. Even if we weren't filming it, we were playing this for sure. And it almost kind of reminded me of, like, you know, this almost looks like we could have pulled this off <laughs> when we were 10, 12 years old, play, you know, building these cities to destroy with di- yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, like we so. could have afforded the paint for the cardboard. You know, yeah. that's all it would have taken. That that would have that would have that would have made it so much better. <laughs> well, those fireball like plane explosions like look like somebody yeah. stuck a black cat in a little model airplane. You know, I was like, gonna pop, say pop, like this like... this suit is surrounded by so much fucking smoke, fire, and like I burn in of magnesium strips or whatever it is. Like I'm like, oh my god, this actor has to be covered in third degree burns. <laughs> like. They're, they're, I often they're just want, like, throwing and exploding these model sets like at this fucking dude like when they show him hitting like planes are hitting this actor in this suit and blowing up like spectacularly and just wonderful beautiful like multicolored flames and all i can think is like holy shit is that suit resilient because it's soft yeah it does not it doesn't look like a godzilla like armored suit like you can it's a baggy fucking suit like it's loose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like it might even be like almost trash baggy in a couple places. Like yeah, like well, and even the way like, like the head attaches a... to it, like there's the big yeah. I was gonna say like, like someone gutted a fucking like beanbag chair and just there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wear this. You're gonna feel everything we throw at you and see none of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is no so way he can... you could see in that suit. No. Oh no. <laughs> I don't see how because they're. I mean, the eyes were covered up. They were like you know, ball eyes, like bright orbs. red balls. Like, yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's no way he could see out of that thing, which I think would explain some of the movements. So, but yeah, it's, uh, which makes the whole oil yeah. tanker situation even like for me even make more creative. <laughs> ah. Um. Um. Another interesting thing I thought about the creature design is he has a, a like claw, like a crab claw. At the tip of his tail. At the end of his tail. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they don't really feature it much just for a couple of moments in the movie, but it it was there and uh, he can use it. Like it could actually it was, you know, he the, could squeeze things with it, pinch things with it. But it's a, it was a cool creative decision. It, it kind of made up for the fucking antennae. <laughs> the yeah. tennis ball antenna. I'm like, oh my god, he has a lobster tail. I mean, by that I mean he has a lobster claw for a tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tip. Fascinating. Yeah, and I, I did want to. The, the boomerang oh, sorry, shaped yeah. head too was just odd. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not really <laughs> sure what inspired it. But then again, I'm like, oh look at Gigan. Like, the, there are some overlaps. Like yeah. a beak and. The, the body shape is very similar. And it's like, yeah, who thought put a buzzsaw in the belly? Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> Someone just like one day, like just cutting wood on their table, uh, the buzzsaw. I'm like, hmm, if I throw a chicken onto this and gave it some aviators, I think I might have a kaiju. Same with this. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know, what if we took yeah. uh, 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 my favorite Martian and the rooster foghorn from Looney Tunes, just paint it green and throw it together? We're set. Yeah. No, who? Uh, what? Who's actually the Flintstones Martian? Gray Kazoo. Gray Kazoo. Gray oh, Kazoo yeah. and Fo- and yeah. Foghorn together. With the antenna. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a better combo. Well there. played, Dum Dum. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like that's the whole catchphrase for this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I guess uh, the one other thing I want to talk about with the monster for sure is that for some reason uh, that's never really explained, I don't think, or there's no attempt really to explain it, and they don't really ever do anything with it, but Galala can not only stomp through a city, he can actually transform himself into like a giant flaming ball. Yeah, like, like a little mini sun. around as well. <laughs> um, he does this once to travel from one location to another and then never does it again. Even when they're shooting him with the stuff that was shrinking him, you know, and defeating him at the end, doesn't decide to turn himself into the ball and fly away. But um, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Again, as, as you would say, bold creative decision there to especially to do it and then not explain it or have it pop up again see like, what what you're saying is based on the the crab tail design the cra- crab claw tail the the unique design and the sun powers uh that <laughs> this is a kaiju ver- 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 worthy of a reboot <laughs> oh yeah i want to see him fight godzilla honestly I, i'll combine these things you know let's bring him in I mean, maybe not in a major like legendary type movie, but something else. All we could afford was Zilla. It's it's the best we yeah. got. <laughs> I, I don't know. I do think this thing. Well, I think any of these old '60s kaiju designs, which are all pretty silly, um, but in, in 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 an interesting way, I think that all make really inter- really cool updates. You know, yeah. like one thing yeah. you got to give the legendary Godzilla films is like their redesign of Mothra, where it actually does look like a giant moth. Or a giant insect was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I did like the design. You know, and all the all the new ones that they created too. Like, can you imagine Gualala updated, like somehow realistic, or you know, it'd be actually pretty terrifying looking. Mm, yeah, yeah, I suppose he could be. Well, I think that's what they were trying Just, to go uh, for. Stop with, his with, shaking with, with Shin Godzilla. Is you know yeah. we talked about that last week a little bit. You know about. They they totally redesigned Godzilla in this because this if the story is really how the hell would we handle this situation then you want it to be something you've never seen before, yeah. Um, and right. in, in this case, I think they were trying to go for something like that. They were trying to go a little bit for this is a totally unique design because it really is for better or worse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how would that look updated? Uh, probably pretty messed up, pretty creepy. Man, does he look? Yeah, I think it'd be funny and. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be funny for you know it, just kind of the premise of the legendary Godzilla monster verse that's going on now, where there's you know all of these you know Titan esque kaiju's coming burrowing out of the earth and they're all these ancient monsters. Um, it'd be fun to see Galala make a quick appearance, just floating around just on his like yeah. glowing ravioli. Yeah. Or he can come from space even. I mean they got to break that open at some point. There are so many space monsters in the old Godzilla films too. So. Well, I don't know. I, I just think like if if we knew if we knew any artists, like that would be a good challenge. I would I would suggest to an artist. Yeah, is, we're fine oh, one yeah, eventually. Any, have up, any in update, mind? Uh, <laughs> update, update, well, Allah. You know what? Who do I know? Maybe. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh wait! Don't you <laughs> sketch and doodle occasionally? Yeah, I do, but not for free. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like a commission. That sounds joke. like a commission. Yeah. Sounds like some big words. Maybe, uh, maybe if I had I, some funding, no put shit. some lights on. <laughs> Keep some lights going. I won't lie. It, like it is a it is a thought in my head. Like God, if I wasn't like 
busy panicking about being an artist nowadays and trying to make constant fucking posts just to be relevant to five people. I, I, <laughs> I would totally, I probably will still do it just for the fun of it. That is something I'd, I don't know, you know, I'd be willing to discuss that commission with you. Um, I think I would. See if I, I can I actually make it like really badass, but still like true to form like, almost. I would look, yeah. Uh, I want to see this thing. Like, how would this look in a modern movie? Oh, yeah. Where everything's hyper realistic. Yeah. I would be... first off, I would I would get rid of the We'll start a GoFundMe. I yeah. would get rid of the the antenna. By that I mean I wouldn't get rid of them entirely. I would just they won't be these these string balls, but actually like these two glowing sentinels. Maybe maybe those are the the things that are absorbing the energy because we didn't mention that he he feeds oh, yeah. on energy. Of course he does. That's what he's doing. That's but that's what it would be. Those two glowing balls and they just shoot fucking shit. Like, it's like it's that dead would... lights. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I couldn't think of the fucking. Yeah, that was a. There you go. But We're already. <laughs> I do think that is kind of a. You know, we see it again with some versions of Godzilla and stuff like this too. That it, it's feeding off of radiation or energy of some kind, which makes sense because if you're a living thing, you need energy, right? But in this case, like feeding off of power plants. Well, when you're that fucking big, you yeah. have to. Yeah. But but they don't even. What the show hell is King f- Kong eating? Um, other fucking kaiju. Bananas. A lot of bananas. <laughs> well, we know he eats a squid. Yeah. He eats squid. Yeah, he okay. like he like right. he likes his calamari. But how many of those are living around there? Yeah, I mean he's a large creature. He would have to. Well, and I think yeah. same with with you know Gualala. At least if it's going after like a power plant, it's like oh we have a, a huge humanitarian crisis here because we're all going to be back in the dark ages. But if it's Kong right. out in the wild, it's like Skull Island would get decimated. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Eat everything. <laughs> At least Godzilla just yeah, goes one, after radiation and lives down like, under the crust where they're, like, there's radiation. He's fine. Yeah, he's just going after radiation where this motherfucker. I mean, Gamera, he would just consume uh, oil or or fuel or what like like whatever kind of fuel industry he fed on like anything that was fire so yeah no that's right he's fossil fuels essentially fossil fuels it's like a gigantic engine so yeah it was like one of those things like but he does fly he does and but he's diesel powered you know it's not how many miles per gallon does gamma get oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't really fucking floor it. He just spins real fast and then he moves forward. So it's not I really think, the most efficient form. I think Gualala would probably be a lot more efficient if uh, he would shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is using all of his energy all up his screeching. Energy just screeching. It's like a hungry cat. <laughs> just ah. I feel like that's just the perfect yeah. insult for a lot of people. I feel like you would be more efficient if you just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Look, can we? Talk I know you're about... going to be tempted to use that in response to a student at some point now. So, if not him, um, <laughs> can we ah, say? Yeah. Can we? Should we talk about like how they actually defeat Galala? Yeah, because oh, I don't yeah, think it can be ignored. <laughs> No, uh, it's like it's just really plain. Honey, I shrunk the monster. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry, I just mean it's like God. I don't know how to say it. Foam party, foam party. Yeah, they, they yeah. bomb him with, with, with foam. His, with with his own foam that he came with. Yep. And, yeah. 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 Freezing. It, 
Phrasen, exactly. Phrasen. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure they just covered him in his own splooge. Which, apparently, the property yeah. of this stuff is like, oh, hey, it it uh, blocks energy or absorbs energy or both. I don't know. They're science. Lasers. Um, anyways, like... It, yeah, I'm sure they explained it in, like, one line of dialogue at some point. So. Like Lisa. It was fucking... Well, it has a name, Lisa. that stuff. What is it? Gualalalium. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Gualalium or something like Yeah. Gualalalium. Ooh. Use that in the line. Yeah. Yeah. Gualalium. I think I put an extra ala in there. It's Gualalium. <laughs> uh, oh, they put a Gualalium. lot of extra Guala in there. Um, yeah. So they just. Yeah. It's a, essentially the shit. stuff that he was packaged in. Not that packaged in is not the right word, but like the the stuff he stuck to the ship in and his like you know larval egg type form um came came down to earth in it's that stuff i believe that's how they collect it and i don't know it has it has properties opposite to the monster so they just spray it on him and of course it shrinks him down to back to a that's what i got or form bit that they explained it but <laughs> yeah and of course they just shot him back out into space. No, they don't even show it. They just do it and t- yeah. tell you. Because right now we have to resolve this this th- this 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 love triangle. That's more important to the end of this movie. Where Lisa's <laughs> right, just we like, were really concerned about that. The whole dialogue, like Lisa, did you ever tell him that you loved him? I wanted to, but I feel like there's somebody else who loves him more. <laughs> cut to the gee how could you tell (laughs) was it was it the side eye was it the constant side eye was it the rejected friend request on facebook (laughs) yeah yeah it is interesting that 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 is how they i honestly expected the first time i saw this this to just you know it shoot him off into space and that was going to be the end but yes we get an epilogue that resolves that love triangle. That's like the one. Yeah. Story Thank goodness element. I would have lost sleep over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they felt the need but, to resolve to the very fucking end. Yeah, I mean, I was I was definitely Team Michiko like most of the movie, but <laughs> you know, still. But, yeah. Get your t-shirts now through the so. Video Junkyard podcast. <laughs> Shop. There we go. Coffee mugs, coasters. You know. Are you Doctor Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, this, this... I, there is one. We're actually kind of getting a little long. I did want to talk. Sorry, Joe. Were you no, say no, something? no. Just exasperated for by trying to yeah. make sense of this movie. <laughs> there was yeah one other thing I want to talk about, and that was the miniatures in this movie, and the sheer scope and ambition of the miniatures in this movie. Like they did stuff in miniature that they did not need to. Like, <laughs> yeah, they put a lot. They could have just filmed the car, but. It's got it's a miniature like they did it with miniatures. They could have just, you know, had a building, but nope, they're going to have a f- miniature car and a miniature building and a miniature everything. Not sure why that decision was made, but it, it's ambitious. Oh, so. It's like they, they, they could only seen? film this movie in a high school gymnasium, but they were not allowed to use the high school parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everything had to be done in the gym. See, you brought that up, and you know, I I forgot entirely about the chase scene that they had with the main character uh, and and the little yellow jeep, and it's just like oh, that yeah. is clearly just a little car that this grown man in a fucking lizard chicken costume is chasing after. But they're trying to do like these like quote unquote special effects 
where every time he's swiping <laughs> down, but like his hand is clearly not the same proportion every time. It's only like a slightly larger hand when it's like cl- when they show like the shot of uh, what's his face uh, being swiped at. Uh, mm-hmm. Galala's <laughs> hand is actually like just reduced like fifty percent. <laughs> it's yeah. just like oh that's just a slightly larger hand over the man's head and then back to this giant fucking creature and it's like hmm your composite editing's a bit off their uh studio yeah i even love on the miniatures of like the spaceship how they would have like the little people inside <laughs> yeah. yeah that weren't moving obviously they were just kind of this and then uh the spacewalk was another one that like i was like oh my gosh like they didn't even have they don't even have to show this like this this shot is unnecessary but man they did it like i guess good for them on they put know, some de- they did put some details going all the way like the yeah. little airplanes yeah. actually like you see like little emblems and shit on the airplanes but when it comes to the fucking rockets, I mean, it came in the model kit. They it came them. with the model kit, exactly. It's like we're if we, we bought it, we're going full out on these, all the decals. Um, but with the rockets, it's just like, oh, okay, I guess like there's no other design, just just sheet metal. It's just a sheet metal football. Just that's it. Okay. Uh, or they have the satellite dishes, which I swear to God are spinning so fast. Like there's no yeah. way they're picking up anything. Yeah, and that's like on their they're like whole like outdoor sets that are all miniature, like everything about it. It's like, yeah, I don't know, interesting. <laughs> don't I mean, it doesn't work most of the time, but it's certainly interesting. Like it's, it move. gives you some appreciation for you know, the design of the film, I guess, but There's an attempt. Yeah. Like we're we're acknowledged the attempt. Yeah. Yep. What's next? Well, we talked uh longer about this thing than I imagined we would. Do you guys have any uh final thoughts and uh if not do we want to go ahead and give this thing grades or i mean what else is there to say um we could talk about galala's <laughs> saracose veins on his legs but other than that no we're good yeah or his big weird kind of garbage bag waddle i didn't bring that up either yeah. well now we I did mean, is is that yeah. are those little balls of spores making up the skin or is that just cellulite on the outside of the body oh he is all cellulite <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, not shaming. He absorbs so much energy, it just goes right to his thighs. There. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so, uh, I could. I'll just go ahead and start. I, yeah, I uh, do it, Joe. Yeah, this is one I had not heard of, and I think again, I don't know if I've seen the design before. Maybe quickly in passing, but it didn't really garner a lot of. You know, it didn't really grab my attention. Um, this would be i think ryan did this the way you're supposed to this is one you watch with somebody and you make fun of it (laughs) it's it's hard to have on in the background because it's more just annoying and (laughs) trying to watch it by yourself is i can't say it's the worst movie i've seen on the podcast i'll give it that but it was it was pretty pretty bad so i think it also hurts that, that we watched two really good ones before this so yeah <laughs> you know, that, that definitely not ending on a high note but that being said it, it has its its place for the you know sitting around and getting messed up with your friends and, and mystery science theatering a movie this is perfect for it um i can't tell mm-hmm. if it was intentionally trying to be schlocky or if they just full-on embraced it or if they were literally thinking this was going to work um plots all over the place the characters are forgettable the 
creature design is just bizarre. The go-go music is just mind-boggling. But <laughs> it is fun. So I'm not going to give it a failing grade, but I'm I'm going to go ahead with like a mid-level D on this one. Mm. Okay. Ryan? Um, I clearly enjoyed this movie more than Joe did. <laughs> uh, this... But that that's true. It's a different experience if you're with a group of people. Yeah. Um, and also if you're inebriated in some form. It, it's 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 fun. It's stupid. Uh, I dug the go go music because it's like part of the charm and fun of it all. <laughs> it's everything is just so ridiculous and leaves you wondering like why. Why are you doing this? But in such just such a playful way, like it is just on par with the campiness that you see in like so many '60s things, like like Batman. Like it's the same level of seriousness. Like there's no real mm -hmm. crisis, except for like in one scene where uh, Gilala attacked a building that we never actually got to see happen, and Lisa's pinned under something, and they show her bloody leg and like her screaming. Like that is really the only yeah. moment of like real quote-unquote tension um but other than that like ah, god the the design of the creature is just so fun it's so fun and weird that somebody did this and i couldn't stop laughing i couldn't stop making jokes <laughs> and like if i did this alone like what joe did i it would have been a chore for me as well i think maybe i think i would have had fun but i would have felt bad that all the things i was saying was wasted and not shared with anybody but um it's a it's, it's it's fun if you share it with somebody and for that merit i i i actually kind of give it a b minus <laughs> I, I i don't think mm -hmm. the movie on its own is good enough for that but it's for fun value for entertainment value it's it's like you can watch this in a group and have fun yeah i think i'm gonna come in very similar to you ryan i think What's funny about this is it's such such an incredibly like inept ripoff of everything that like Toho was doing with Godzilla, mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's a ton of fun. It's uh, I like you. I I really enjoy the like only in the '60s like go go music score for a sci fi film. Um, <laughs> for a fucking kaiju movie. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I just had this memory. Of, like it, it wasn't a very clear memory, but I remembered because uh, it had been. I don't know, better part of a decade now that I've had this DVD set and I watched it one time, you know, years ago. So I had this like memory of this monster and just this being this really silly, like to the point of it being funny movie. And that's uh, kind of why I picked it just because it was so different in tone, but it, it did not disappoint um, on those notes. Like it, it is just as silly and just as a kind of a funny B movie that I, you know, that I remembered. So the story is totally... I don't know, rubbish. The uh, characters are obnoxious or just kind of boring. Uh, somewhere in between the two. The effects are not great, but, you know, um, they're they're fun to watch. It's kind of like a... It reminds me sometimes of a Power Rangers monster, but yes. it's probably even worse than that. Yeah. But <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 charming in a way though. Cause it's, this is like I said, like it's a time capsule, like only in the sixties were you ever going to see something like this. And it's, it's very, I, um, I interesting. So. I was going to say real quick that I wish I said earlier, but with the way that all these characters are, 
like there's kind of like there there's kind of like a positivity like like everyone's kind of excited about everything despite everything that's kind of going on where i'm like i think this is an alternative universe where weed is legal that's why everyone <laughs> is getting along and they seem pretty chill and there's go-go music everywhere so going off of that <laughs> and galala's just here to kill their vibe yeah yeah well they you know sorry they spray him with goo and shrink him and get rid of him so, so. like i said yeah. everyone's stoned. all good in the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but uh so yeah i wanted something different for the uh last entry and we certainly got that uh this is not a good movie it's a fun bad movie and i don't know it's it's enjoyable worth a watch i would say uh but yeah i agree with you watch it with some friends when we can do that again or you know watch it with somebody that uh gets a kick out of stuff like this i think i'm gonna actually not even come in quite as high as i've gone with a c plus on this one so okay interesting yeah i think it's fun well, so this one is available on HBO Max, um, and so if anybody has had a chance to check out X from Outer Space or the sequel, Monster X Strikes Back, Attack the G8 Summit, which is apparently a comedy kind of spoof. Uh, Wait, there's an hear, actual sequel? There is an actual sort of sequel called Monster X Strikes Back, Attack the G8 Summit. Huh. That's gonna be, uh, uh, we're going to have a reoccurring fucking episode in the future here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know when it was made, but it's it, it exists. It's hmm. an actual was not aware. thing. Uh, 2008. 2008, yep. Uh, guys, 2008. gentlemen, I think this is the opportunity that we should watch this all together as a group. <laughs> we'll have to watch this one. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this one or any of the other, um, maybe, you know, what's your favorite kaiju movie since we're kind of wrapping up our kaiju countdown for the legendary kong versus godzilla film uh but please send your questions comments criticisms and witticisms to the video junk air podcast at gmail.com or find us on twitter at video junk pod uh, or on facebook or instagram look up video junkyard podcast and join our main page or one of the groups we'd love to hear your thoughts and coming up next week and for the next four weeks i believe and we may even extend it from that depending on how many we get it's going to be your picks that's right we're uh asking you the audience anybody out there who's listening to uh send us the movies that you want us to watch here on the video junkyard podcast whether it's something that is a lost gem something that you really want to uh you know get some other people to see or whether you just want to punish us uh it seems so far that's been the trend but uh, oh, um, yeah, send us your uh, your picks and we will um, watch them. And we're going to pick at least four of them. If we get a bunch, we might even consider going a little further than that. But um, send Let's us your movies. We will watch them. So, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I don't know exactly what's going to be next week. I'm going to wait for some more picks to come in. But our picks right now, I believe, are between Mac and me and Teen Witch. So send us your picks, please, because uh, that's, that's what we're sitting here with. Please, Please, dear God, save Please. us from this hell. <laughs> but Send we, us uh, Monster X Strikes Back if you have it. For the love of God. I'm going to start a new Facebook page just to recommend that movie. I'm going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> to ensure that we can get it and afford it. <laughs> We do want to thank you, though, for checking out the Video Junkyard podcast. Please feel free to subscribe and share, and we'll catch you next time. Until then, this is Joe Peterson. I'm Eric O'Branson. And I'm Ryan Stiesko saying, do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Ah! Ah!
You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast on Twitter at video junk pod and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast. All one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. Hello fellow time travelers, I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by... Dalton Hughes. And by... Alison Fitzsafrey. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. Enjoy your travels.